somebody <laughs> two days ago in Breckenridge, somebody must have asked you what was it you know you're out there all day and the the field or the group was starting to come back to you and what was it like did you think you you were going to hang on and 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 somebody sent us your quote. You said, oh, at that point, I just decided I, I was going to go balls deep. Yeah, man. And I was like, <laughs> wait a minute. Yeah. Did he really say that? Yeah, and yeah. I had to get like three confirmations. Talk about a generational difference. Yeah, that, that means something very different. So too. that's 400 watts versus <laughs> balls how deep, hard were you man. going? Oh, I was balls deep. Balls oh, deep, man. I mean, that's, that's, that's what we're going for, man. <laughs> no, I mean, it's like no sexual preference you know like I, that's not what i was you know i, I mean you know you grow up nobody would yeah, think that you grow up on the yeah you grow up snowboarding on the mountain or skating with my bros and you know utah's a funny place because i, I don't know what it is we maybe it's just less elevate you know less air up there when we're skiing or snowboarding and you just turn into these surfer guys and a lot of my friends are basically the same way i mean a lot of my good friends actually now are living in california surfing and so uh yeah you get grow up saying like bra indeed all the time and <laughs> like balls deep and like or you know like you grow up and also you just start looking for other cuss words and so you just start making up your own <laughs> shit you know and so like <laughs> Welcome back to the Stages Podcast, last day of the Colorado Classic. And lo and behold, it's raining. Kind of the it's, the story of the Colorado Classic. At three thirty, it started raining. JB, I don't believe it. It's like it's like you could set your watch to it. Yeah, uh, this time of year in Colorado. I've, I've been saying that you know this time of year, you, these stages. If, if we, I, I'm assuming we'll be back here, or the, the race will be back here next year. We you got to move them up. Move yeah. it up early in the morning. That yeah. was that was the big takeaway. If they could take the exact same event, move everything up a couple hours, uh, and beat the storms. Yep. I think everyone would be a bit happier, right? Yeah. 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 So hey, we you, gotta, will, you will you will hear some of that rain pounding the airstream as yep. we're doing this this last stage of show from Denver. I asked JB, I said, Can we do anything about that? And he says no. About the rain? Yeah. <laughs> if I could figure out how to do anything about the rain, yeah. this whole event would have been different. <laughs> All right, so but we, I can't. JB, as you know, even <laughs> though you have your back to him, we, we have uh, a special guest in the, in the, in the studio today, TJ Eisenhart, the, the, the kid who... <laughs> Who, uh, did you listen to any of? Did you listen to any? Of, did you uh, did you listen to any of the podcasts where we were talking about you? Man, the first one after during Breckenridge when you guys were just like, oh man, just humbled me, man. I was just, just on just next total, level. Total I was next around. level. I total mean, reach out, around. out of body, man. <laughs> Here we got JB and we got Lance Armstrong just going off saying I'm the shit, and I was just like, wow, bro, man, that was losing cool, it, huh? man, losing it. Literally, twelve-year-old TJ was losing his losing his mind. Even what did, now, <laughs> what does TJ stand for? Uh, Taylor Jordan. Yeah. Taylor Jordan, because we got a Jeffrey Benedict and now a Taylor Jordan. Yeah, yeah. And so dude, we're, we're and we're not just gonna blow smoke up your you know what because you're here, <laughs> but that was an epic ride. Yeah. Did you know you had that in you? And we're talking about a stage from two days ago. Forgive us, but yeah, that's what everyone's been talking that about. It was the story of the race. Yeah. yeah no, I mean. Uh, yeah, I mean, you always know, I mean, from training that you, you're capable of uh, stuff like that, but not that, you know. You think, like like I told the team and everyone else, I was planning on, like, two laps ago to do something, and 
you know, days like that, man, they come like once or twice a year where all of a sudden your mind shuts off and pure body instincts just kick in, man. And it was like first attack in, you know, and then I had like two guys on the wheel uh, with me and Ian and just telling me to slow down. And I was thinking like, man, you either hold on or you get off. And I get to the top of the climb, man, and there's Ian. And I'm like, I was stoked, man. I grew up with that guy and I was just like, this is a good group. He's going to ride hard. I'm going to ride hard and we're going to have a good day. And, uh, What's funny, man, is I was actually going for the most aggressive jersey, and that's the one jersey I didn't get. So I, I heard that, but because because you had every other jersey, so yeah, they, man. They, they, uh... You gotta share the love, though. You gotta share. That. <laughs> Who the hell gets the most aggressive jersey that day? It was Stetna, man. <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah. Well, we got to know more about you. That was the first thing we noticed. We were watching the coverage. The you know the day where the coverage was really good, weather permitting, right? Yeah. And we're looking at this kid riding. <laughs> A couple of things. First of all, first of all, we're like, I think Lance called you the anti-froom. Your neck is like craned up, like a bird, like you're you're looking f- for your your dog in the woods. And we're like, what is the deal with that? And and your brother who's sitting next to you, John, he explained a little bit to me, but I, I'd rather you explain it, that style and where it came from. Yeah, man. Honestly, the more I think about that, because everyone's always commenting about that, and I don't even realize it now, but uh, I, I, gr- I was really, really small when I uh, started riding, like when I was 11, 12. And You're talking t- short? Yeah, like, yeah, super short, short. super skinny, skinny like, all, very, all, like all. everything, just like, and uh, you know, when you're in those big Pelotons racing against like the Cat 3s or whatever, you're always like perching your head up, like <laughs> making sure you can see what's going on. And I think that just kind of stuck where it's like, perching the head up seeing what's going on but i've worked on it a little bit you know to be more in the peloton to keep it a little little more down but when i'm just in my zone it just kind of the whole body hey, does if, its it, own if, thing, it, if it works it's, for you go with it whatever yeah, it's it all works. the flow bro i know <laughs> you know we talked about it in the tour Froome's head down seems <laughs> you know it doesn't seem like it would work but yeah. it obviously has so stick with it i read your in so the, the like i think it was the race preview on on uh, cycling news and i read the did george tell you i called him no i, I read so that you were you had these quotes in the <laughs> yeah. race preview oh boy here were, we go you were going on about I was a, a, a caterpillar and I'm a butterfly and, a, and <laughs> yeah, the, the righteous after party. I called George. I said, "Who in the fuck is this kid?" I mean, man, what came out of the warm wormhole there, man? And then he and then he uh, he was like, he's like, you'll see, you'll see. And sure enough, yeah, man. No, I love that. I love that because uh, you know you get a lot of those uh, you know interviewers or who are stoked on that because you're different yeah, yeah. and then you get those haters uh that hate that and think you're not taking yeah. it seriously but i know, have no idea what you're talking about yeah yeah <laughs> like for reals bro <laughs> i yeah. have no idea what you're talking yeah, about yeah yeah but i just don't talk to them anymore yeah. i just don't i just talk to people i like and i deal with that you know yeah, yeah. That's a I, good I might strategy. be i might be stoked and happy all the time but once you wrong me or like go on my bad side I, I don't forget that shit, man. Okay, well, dude. you and me will talk yeah. offline. Yeah, man, for real, <laughs> dude. Bro. If you've for learned real. that, I think me and you have some like common, <laughs> common guy now. <laughs> and you're what? You're 23 years old. Yeah. And you're learning that. It took me till 40 to learn that. Yeah. To start cutting off the bad vibe people. Yeah. Well, that's very mature of you. What I've realized, man, is pe- very mature for a guy who seems very immature at times. <laughs> people, <laughs> people just hate happiness, man. People are so afraid of happiness, and when they see someone else with pure happiness. Yeah. They hate on that shit, dude. They just hate that, like, someone is so happy and they want to do something to break that up. Yep. 
but it's you know I think it's a generational thing. So you know we we did this podcast during the tour, and and the and Taylor would put up his his <laughs> home videos during the tour. <laughs> And, you know, we used a lot of them and yeah. talked about them and laughed at them. And, yeah. and Taylor, I've known Taylor a long time, so I'm, I'd, I'd expect that. Yeah. But it, it, uh, I did a day at Ragbri just after the tour. So it's a 30,000 people riding every day in Iowa. So you, you just yeah. a total cross-section. And I did a, a little study. And I asked, you know, I'd go up to a 60-year-old guy like, hey, did you watch the tour? Yeah. You know, what did you think of those, like, Taylor's home videos? Oh, I don't know, man. Oh, yeah. But then you'd go find a 21-year-old mm-hmm. or a 25 or somebody you could tell had, a, had some edge to them or yeah. was a little hipper. Like, all right, dude, you watch this? Yeah, and same question. Like, oh, my God, I loved it. So yeah. it's just, yep. y- y- yeah. it's, that is what it is. You know, what I found is uh, I, got re- I realized that kind of this winter is we're almost taught this this way to be on these pro tour teams, this image that they want you to have. Mm. And a lot of it's just so fake and like, it's just lying. And so what I realized, man, and I also realized like people, normal people can't relate when you have this pro cyclist at a press conference or at an after stage interview talking about, yeah, I was doing 400 Watts on this climb. And then I did this, this, this. It's like, they can't relate to that. They don't know what's that, what that is. Only other cyclists really can, other pro cyclists really can or whatever. And so really I just try to be as honest as I can, you know, to, you know, just honestly on it, you know, right. I just keep that, keep it as real as I can. And, uh, yeah, a lot of people don't appreciate that. They well, want me to talk about aerodynamics. And then somebody right. two days ago in Breckenridge, somebody must have asked you, what was it? You know, you're out there all day and, the, the field or the group was starting to come back to you and what was it like? Did you think you, you were going to hang on? And, 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 and somebody sent us your quote. You said, oh, at that point, I just decided I was going to go balls deep. Yeah, man. And I was like, <laughs> wait a minute. Yeah. Did he really say that? Yeah, and yeah. I had to get like three confirmations. Talk about a generational difference. Yeah, that, that means something very different. So that's <laughs> 400 watts versus balls how deep, hard were you going? Oh, I was balls deep. Balls oh, deep, man. I mean, that's, that's, that's what we're going for, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's like no sexual preference you know like I, that's not what i was you know i, I know. Course, you know you grow course, up nobody would yeah, think that you grow up on the yeah you grow up snowboarding on the mountain or skating with my bros and you know utah's a funny place because i, I don't know what it is we maybe it's just less elevate you know less air up there when we're skiing or snowboarding and you just turn into these surfer guys and a lot of my friends are basically the same way i mean a lot of my good friends actually now are living in california surfing and so uh yeah you get grow up saying like bra indeed all the time and <laughs> like balls deep and like or you know like you grow up and also you just start looking for other cuss words and so you just start making up your own shit you know and so like <laughs> you know what's you know like, there's so. something something i picked up about you well when we were first talking about you and i don't know if you heard it or not yeah but i was like oh, this guy's kind of a, a romantic at heart oh man that was when we talked I'm about serious. the ca- caterpillar and the yeah. butterfly. Right, and so I, th- then I went and yeah, the, yeah, you're turning from a caterpillar to a butterfly, changing teams. I was yeah. like, God, this guy's, this guy's kind of a romantic, right? And then I went and I looked at your Instagram. Interesting thing about TJ, you may not know, is you're you're a fantastic sketch artist. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I grew up. My mom, if there's anything, my mom, my mom was always throwing a sketchbook at me, always having me sketch and draw. And then pretty soon she signed me up for when I was like 10 years old for these liquid lead art classes, so airbrush. So then I started doing airbrush, and I started like doing uh, like cyclists. And, and then pretty soon I signed for BMC, 
uh, at 18 and I had this lame idea that I was gonna be, <laughs> all right, I'm gonna quit everything, only focus 100% on the bike, like basically shut off my own personality and follow this stereotypical like European cyclist lifestyle. And so I did that for two years and I, at the end of two years, I almost quit. I had to come home early. I actually told everyone, give me six weeks, don't call me, don't message me, don't talk to me about cycling or anything. Even my family, I told them don't you know, talk to me about that. And I went to school actually, to Dixie State University, and just took up basic art again, and uh, wow. fell in love with charcoal, because charcoal is just such a beautiful medium where it's so expressive, and you know, you can just, you're putting your hand on it, you're putting it, you know, getting messy with it, and it's just very cool. Uh, medium and then so I did that for a year and then all of a sudden I fell into love with oil so uh all of my newest cannabis pieces. oil or nah nah man well, <laughs> well. <laughs> no man uh yeah just some oil paints and uh yeah it's funny though man when I'm this invested in this you know into the bike and racing season I'm actually so fatigued that you know you can't even expect I can't even do that I I'm can't I can't I can't paint or anything just because I don't just go in there and just draw or paint like I get this vision in my mind and if I don't get it out it's like this virus and it just eats at me and eats at me and so like some days I'll wake up at two in the morning go to the studio and just paint and paint until it's like I'm that vision has gone man. I'm looking he's for super talented yeah, yeah. Dude, I, I, I want one in my collection yeah they're massive too the newest ones I've done the two uh, like portraits of the man and woman. You did I this just sexy did. chick with like the almost looks like a British flag in the back. You did yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So if you see Bro. the other, if you see the other one of the dude, check it out. TJ Eisenhart. Is, that's that's your name on Instagram. Just TJ yeah. Eisenhart. E I S E N H I R T. But that's dude. That's dope. I don't know Thanks, if you man. know this. Uh, Lance might be embarrassed, but he's got probably one of the sickest. Uh, collections of cool art that I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. that's like so. a little secret hobby of mine. <laughs> yeah, no, you're Matt super, respect, super man. talented. Yeah. I, I, and there's another funny thing I noticed about you. I don't know, yeah. this is this is the TJ Love Fest. Yeah. And you think we'd be doing this over the overall winter? <laughs> but no, we, you know, I just appreciate the love. Guys. We don't, we don't. Oh, look We're at interested. The, we don't have BMC riders on. Yeah. <laughs> this is another thing I noticed. While while many you, you were joking even yeah. about like talking about being so super aero. <laughs> And, you know, while everyone is trying to be as arrow as possible, we got TJ throwing on bracelets, and and there's got to be a story with the blue what, necklace. And the, what's there, up with the necklace? Oh, there dude, has to be. You guys are in for a treat. Okay, good. A treat. <laughs> no, actually, yeah, and the listeners are in for a treat. Yeah, too. yeah, no, this is, it, what's funny is you guys are about to get the full truth okay, right cool. here, the first time ever. Really? Okay. Because all year I've been telling journalists and everything, like, parts of the truth or, like, different versions, just because I... I kind of wanted to keep it secret and to me and personal, but well, here we go. I'm here like, with Lance, and you know, let's 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 share this. Wait, so, you like to fuck with journalists? I love you even more. <laughs> Isn't that what journalists? <laughs> I mean, it's about entertaining, so let's have some okay. fun. But all right, so yeah, here's the story, man. I right. I uh, set up this awesome date with this chick, and uh, is she on Instagram? Yeah, yeah, but we're not dating anymore, man. Okay. That was like a few few days <laughs> right, we went keep out, going, man. Keep going, keep going. Uh, I go out buy this rockin' Nirvana shirt. So, so stoked on this, man. Because I love Kurt Cobain. I love Nirvana, man. Good taste. And uh, then I had this sweet jacket. I'm getting dressed, showering up, man. I'm like looking for uh, then hair products. My mom and I, my mom always has the best hair product. And I like, she, get, she goes to the same salon as me, and so, but she's always has stashes. They were gone out of town. They were in... Uh, Man, I forget where they were. Uh, but anyways, I go upstairs. I like searching through her uh, drawer. 
and I, and I'm like find the hair product, but then I open another drawer and I see this blue turquoise necklace. Like, I think it was hovering. I think it just like lifted out of itself. <laughs> like maybe even like put it, put it, around it, it, it went around yeah, me. Yeah. Like it's, and I also, I'm looking at myself in the mirror with this and I say, I am never taking this off. I went on that date, man. I was just like stoked. And then I was like, man, this looks so good. And then the funny thing is, man, the next day I go to training camp uh, for Holowesco Citadel. And, uh, you know, all the guys are like just mind is blown that I'm wearing this massive rocks. Lance was there. You know, we do this first big effort up oh, uh, Paris, Paris Mountain. Dude, we just me. ripped it. And no, everyone. No, you ripped it. <laughs> we get up to the top, man. And everyone's like, yeah, man, just think how fast you would have gone with that, without that. I'm like, man, this is the reason I did go so fast. This is part of me. And my parents, my mom calls me up. She sees a photo of it. And she's like, wow, where'd you get that cool turquoise necklace? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, I just picked it up in the airport. And then, like, th they hung out. And my mom was freaking out to my dad. Like, what was he thinking spending all that money at the airport? That's, yeah. You shouldn't be doing that. And I'm like, I arrive home. I'm at, my dad's like, oh, so uh, how much did that cost? I'm like. I didn't buy this at the airport. This is mom's. I get, <laughs> I get back to the house and my mom, I tell my mom and she's like, wow, it actually looks really good on you. Why don't you just keep that? And so there it is. This is actually my mom's turquoise necklace, but my dad bought it for her a while back. It's Navajo turquoise. So it's not puka shell to everyone who's yelling. I love the pukas. This is actually an expensive, nice turquoise necklace and uh, not a not a puka shell uh, thing. But you're gonna wear that. In, you can't wear that in TTs, can you? Oh, I do, man. I really? I don't. The only time I take it off, out. man, is actually just like before bed. You know, I just that way I don't break it in bed, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we don't, we, don't, we don't need to know. Yeah, anymore. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the TT though, man, I, I always so, and it's become like you know after Redlands it became this hit where people just you know you won the race and so then people are even more like impressed with this thing, and it's uh it's actually turned into like when I started thinking more about it that actually this grounding device for me. Hmm. You guys seen Inception? How he keeps like that little little thing to always remind him like what, like just remember where he's at basically mm -hmm. so that's what this basically is for me it's like ground yourself don't ever get carried away with all the like oh wait i actually shouldn't eat that burger i need to lose weight or i actually shouldn't uh you know i need to do another interval it's like no like look around mm -hmm. look around enjoy where i'm at you know thank god where i'm at this is like a blessing every day i mean right now i'm sitting in the airstream with lance armstrong doing stages podcast it's pretty <laughs> radical and so like i just feel that and like when i uh after redlands i was i went home i told my dad i was like hey man we need to pick up we need to order a bunch of these turquoise bracelets so we ordered a bunch and now i'm just like the, i'm actually already out at tour of utah those things went like con candy yeah. man just yeah. gone and for me like i carry them with me give them out to people like you know just a reminder to enjoy it smile give them out or sell them oh no dude i don't sell that's like selling happiness we're gonna, you we're can't gonna talk offline yeah talk offline yeah 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 all right all right yeah you know maybe i'll do some shirts later in the off season or something but uh i don't want people you, to miss that you can't quote. sell happiness dude. can't sell happiness that's, i was about to miss that yeah yeah see i'm not like i'm tj i'm like and my friends give me shit all the time like we'll go do a hike yeah and you know i, I th there's only one objective and that's to get to the top as fast <laughs> as you can and yeah. get down yeah and i mean you could pass 10 of the world's most beautiful waterfalls and i would be like it would be like blinders <laughs> And my buddies be like, dude, you see the waterfall? What waterfall? Yeah. So yeah. you're you're the anti. Yeah. I mean, I just, I I, I hate it, man, because I spent four years in Europe, you know, and I feel like a lot of it I didn't really yeah, soak I in, and I didn't appreciate it as much as I should have, 
you know, cause, because I was too focused, uh, you know, at the job and looking, yeah, being a bike looking, geek. yeah, being a bike geek and looking and my only goal going pro tour when that's like your goal is pro tour. Why isn't your goal to win races? Yeah, that's that's the, that's the messed up thing with cycling, man, is everyone's goal is to go pro tour. No one like no one's just like goals to just win bike races and see where that gets them. And yeah. I love the question, like like i get asked by by everyone like oh so uh you really looking to go up world tour next year you looking looking at this i'm like man i just want to win as many bike races as i can for Holowesco citadel and for george and rich hot mark all those guys because those guys brought me on they believed in me they yeah. put me in this position to win all year and yeah i just want to win for them man like, and, and and how, how did the date how did that first date had she, the, 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 oh that was a third the girl, date the girl but, like it she liked the night when you rock that you man busted bust on the front doorstep yeah i busted it out on the front the necklace on the doorstep man <laughs> she was like but oh that, i didn't see her after that man there was uh Uh-oh. yeah there wasn't Uh-oh. wasn't stoked uh with the girl after that but <laughs> we'll just leave it at that yeah, man no, she I'm, was she we, was too high strong for me i was just like i thought you were gonna leave it at that yeah yeah <laughs> okay we, we are gonna leave it at yeah that. <laughs> Hey, Lance, just to, this, I don't know if this is going to go anywhere, but compare your 23-year-old self to this kid. Um, well... What, a lot has changed in the sport and the yeah. expectations. Yeah, I had a crazier, you know, uh, you know, younger career because I was, I was the world champion at 21, and with that comes, obviously, the jersey, comes expectation, comes a big new contract, comes all these things, and so it's... it's and, and this is in the early 90s, early to mid 90s. So the sport was still, it still is very traditional. It was super traditional then. So this, you know, Taylor's videos and, and this discussion we just had about the necklace and, and all these other videos. There was this video, this Cannondale kid like dancing in the bus today. So <laughs> right, you showed right, me. Right. And then a Kaha Rural guy was like, like mugging down with his bike and like, Dan- did you see this boogie I move? I didn't see that, man. Oh, yeah. and, and, <laughs> and so if you would have done that in the mid 90s, that would have jeopardized your career. Yeah. Bob Roll Bob Roll did that shit. Yeah. Bob Roll would roll up and he got away with it. He'd roll up to a race on his Harley in full leathers, like dangling, <laughs> and he'd walk in, you know, Argentine would be sitting there and be like, Hey, what's up, Marino? And I mean that that but it didn't fly well then. No. Huh? No. It, 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 through the course of this, and, and I know this from hanging out with you covering the tour with no other better description than Taylor's shenanigans. And I think you guys are buddies, and I'll get to that. Brothers. Right? (laughs) You were kind of, maybe with your your era, you were looking at it like, what's going on with this? What is this? Now, after seeing TJ doing this stuff and some of the other video clips you just talk about, is this kind of changing your mindset about this next generation? You, I, wasn't, I wasn't judging during the no, tour. No, 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 no. I'm not. I, did, I wasn't saying that. You were skeptical. That's, I was, that's all I, I was, said. I skeptical. Was, you know, well, I've known Taylor a long time, but I met him as a young kid, and, and, you, and, and you don't stay the same as you were when you were 17, when you're 27, it just or whatever it is. I mean, it, you just change. And so, uh, you know, my big thing uh, for him was that in this generation that we live in, that content, that's your content. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about this. Like, that's not NBC's content. That's not our content. It's yours. You make it. Mm-hmm. You own it. They will use it. So mm-hmm. don't, you know, it, 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 we're entering this, this era where we are the channel and we yeah. are the producers and we are the actors and the directors. And so I think, it's, I, I, think that part's, I think that part's great. The only thing I'll say about Taylor, and he's had, this kid has had some of the worst crashes and worst luck and worst injuries. You know, when I met him as a young kid and saw the raw power he had, I thought this kid has two Roubaix's, 
two tour Flanders. I mean, he, he, it, you know, endless prologues, endless uh, time trial. I mean, whatever he wanted to do. And he mm -hmm. just, you know, he's had this shitty luck, which mm -hmm. some of it's self-inflicted, some of it's not. Um, but it, it, and who knows? I mean, maybe he still has those good rides. I mean, um, he, he's had a tough, he's had a tough career for a young guy. But he seems to be on the mend and riding well. I'll never forget. He, when he was so injured, we were in the old race, the, the one that preceded this, the Pro Challenge. We were having dinner at Cash Cash in Aspen, like in the private room. And he got wind that a group of us were back in the private room. And he, he's just banged up. He's like, he walks in with this cane. Did you ever see the cane, I TJ? I didn't know. He had a cane with like a, like a skull on like it. I was like, like, who It was blue fuck? turquoise. Yeah. No, a cane. Like Big Daddy Kane. Yeah. Like Kramer. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? Like uh, Evil Knievel, he was going to open it up and take a yeah. shot of whiskey? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think he was doing yeah, anyway, Never mind. <laughs> but you guys are buds, right? Is it? Yeah, it's it's funny how it worked out. I mean, uh, you know, I, I'd grown up watching Taylor's career, career mm -hmm. you know, and being kind of behind it and always like in awe of this just phenom, just crushing the U23s and even like, you know, got the pink jersey at the Giro. Uh, but we were never friends back then. I mean, uh, I remember a training camp we did in Solvang with BMC, and he was really serious, really down to business. It was actually that year he crashed, mm. and uh, we were both both in our heads about cycling at that time. And it was only until like last year, last year we, we re met up at Tour of Britain, and you know we just hit it off immediately. You know we both had come over these kind of challenges, me more mentally, him more physically, and also we had both you know really found. Our peace with art again you know right. and uh we both had this connect like this fascination with the mind and you know spirituality and all that and just kind of discovering more about it and we really hit it off at Britain. And we just kept racing throughout and then we went to japan man and that guy <laughs> changed my life in japan like we were just having a good time every night you know dancing every night hanging out and then uh he messages me when i was in california he's like hey man like come up to my art show so i go up to fly out to boulder for one day to watch his art to go to his art show uh and i was just like you know that we then i uh, stayed a bit with him in california and uh we've just been bros ever since i mean we message each other all the time mm -hmm. when he's in europe everything and facetime and uh yeah we just have mad you know it really is like a big brother relationship yeah. uh it's funny you know in the races we're pretty we're pretty both competitive and so we both kind of on our own i mean you saw that breckenridge who's chasing me down but i don't have any hate about against that we're both yeah, pros yeah, and we're both we're, yeah, yeah it's his job and we're both super aggressive and competitive about that but when you get us out on the road and we're just training or hanging out man it's like just it's like me and my brother right here again like just two bros hanging out catching up and uh i have a lot of respect for him and uh you know he, he grew up in kind of a funny situation with a lot of pressure and uh oh, grew up in a big think. family you yeah think. so it's like the guy's been through a lot, and that's, uh, you know, yeah, he's had a lot of bad luck with crashes and stuff, but, man, as soon as he catches that break, it's going to just skyrocket. And you bring up this point, and I don't, when we raced, I mean, there there were no relationships like that. Yeah. Like, you, there were no bros. Yeah. <laughs> or homies, or none of this <laughs> shit. I mean, we, everybody, and I made sure on our team, and we we spoke about this last July, but... And I made sure there we, there are no friends. Yeah. There's no conversation. You can do that in August. Yeah. But but it seems to me that this current Peloton internationally, they're just there there are they're more bros. Man, yeah, it's I don't know what it is. I mean, me especially, I, I just make a lot of friends, and I like 
you know, hanging out with a lot of guys. You're not very likable. Yeah. You ought to try a little charm sometimes. Marcus Burkhart, he's always, like, messaging me, like, <laughs> laughing about my posts on social media, having a good time. Me and Rick Zobel, it's the same way. We talk almost every week, you know, yeah. and just I was messaging him all throughout the tour. And, you know, we're just really good, really close. And, uh, you know, I, it is funny how you say that, how it's like, you know, back then it was just your team is your team. Right. The other guys are the enemy. And, like, in the race, I still see it that way. I don't, you know, maybe at the beginning or when it's a dull time, we'll have fun or joke around and talk to someone else. But when shit is kicking the fan, man, I put my elbow out. And, I, yeah. I you know, my, my <laughs> team is my team. And if you get in my way, then I'm going to do what I need to do to keep us safe, yeah. even if it is someone I know and a good friend. But And they, I would hope they do the same. I mean, it was the same thing I said, like, in the press conference. Like, they're like, oh, do you expect Howes to – you know, race hard for the, that one second. I said, yeah, I hope so. Like, I want, what's you up, want what's competition, man. What's up with man. this Alex Howes guy? Is he, is he a homie? Is he a bro? I, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I can't get a read on that guy. I don't really know him super well. Okay, honestly. Let's, I let's mean, end I'm, it there because yeah. I'm going to end up saying something bad. Yeah, I don't really know him super well. I know I've heard good things from other people, but, uh, you know, he's never said anything wrong about me. Never, never offended me or done anything like that, and so I'll keep it at that, you know? I love that you that you were out there all day in Breckenridge, and, that, you know, you got caught at the right time. I mean, I think, well, you tell us, if you get caught 500 meters before the top of the climb. Nah, they wouldn't have dropped me. Oh, nah. I love that. They would not have dropped me. They would not have dropped me, man. But then you still, like, in your mind, were you thinking you were going to win the sprint again? He's quick. Oh, I wasn't going to, you saw, I wasn't going to put it down no. to a sprint, dude. Yeah, no way. But you, no but, way. You, but you still sprinted. I mean, you yeah, of course. But I, before that, I attacked him to make sure yeah. he drops Stetna. You know, I mean, I have a lot of confidence in my descending and a lot of confidence in my own b ability. And especially when you have the great George Hincapity, Kim Hincapie in your ear telling you everything, like telling you you're a legend the whole day. It's like, I am a legend. And so you go out there <laughs> racing like one, man. And so when those guys caught me, they were just as blown as I was, if not more, like just trying to chase me down. And I realized that soon. And you know, they were when uh, Stetna threw that first attack. Yep. I knew, like, Howes would close it down, and they looked terrible, man. And so I was planning on attacking them again, and I did. And uh, it was probably the best sprint I've ever had in my life, yeah, honestly. It was, <laughs> it was closer than I thought it would be. Yeah. Hey, TJ, we had a very funny conversation in here yesterday with George, and Lance called him out. He was calling <laughs> bullshit on this. He was because <laughs> George, George was saying in in your team meeting, it was a vibe of he was telling you guys, "Hey, we've already won." Because you guys had the sprint win, oh, yeah. you had an epic day. We've already won. Lance was like, Fuck "Yesterday, that yesterday you said that yesterday team yeah. meeting." Yeah, but this 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 is singing kumbaya, of guys, yeah. you had a great, you know, you yeah. should be proud of yourselves. Go ahead and just do your best. <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah, no, that's that's how it went, man. That's but how that's the way went. George thinks. Yeah, that's how it went in this in the meeting, and you know, what did you? I think? was I was not sure how my legs would react, honestly, a big day before, but you also don't have a big day like that and not be on good fitness and good form, and so I also realized that. Uh, but I was keeping things pretty close to me, and. Uh, you know, I I wanted to win that man. I wanted to win this overall. That's of course. When you have that jersey on, you don't want to let that go. You don't want right. to. That's why you saw me fighting for the sprints, fighting up there. Uh, and honestly, you know, I was like, yeah, I was racing for the win. And we all, I think we all were. I mean, George in my ear the whole day, we were all racing. But you know, we he likes to keep things under wraps. Yeah. I like to keep things a little bit more under wraps. And uh, yeah, we came here with kind of more sprint sprinter team yeah. and. Mm -hmm. You know, they brought me only really for Breckenridge, and it worked out, honestly. But, uh, 
It might have been good to have one. Yeah, other it'd be nice to have a climber. a climber with me on that stage. But so here's here's the text exchange with George while you're out there. Oh boy. So he says, uh, when you dropped the other kid, I forget the kid's name. He goes, shit, we solo now. <laughs> he goes, yeah, Daniel Crack, not good to be solo now, but we all in, or as you say, yeah. balls deep. Yeah, balls uh, deep. Boys. And I go, I go, yep, you're pregnant. George says, if the rain comes, this could be good. A big cloud rolling in. I said, is he good in the rain? Oh, I was praying for that. Yeah. He, George says, yes, and the field will be fucked. Oh, it's raining now. This is good. I say, come on, dude. He, George says, fuck. I said, he can make it. George says, we can still win. And I said, he has to just sit there when, when you're with these guys. Yeah. Of course, you attacked. Yeah. And he goes, yep. And I said, make sure he damn sure doesn't try to pull no heroics. He goes, yep. And he attacks. Pull heroics. Like you guys said, I'm a romantic, man. I'm a romantic. <laughs> I, I was just more worried about rolling through with him. Like yeah. Oh, like, no way, man. You, that's when you play possum. You're no, like, no, dude, no, I've been no, out here all dude. day. I can't pull. I'm so screwed. I'm yeah. so tired. No, I mean, and they also, they also really, res they didn't even bother asking. They respected yeah. that this guy's done, man. And they didn't even bother asking me. But, yeah, I was praying for the rain. Uh, once it did come, I was hoping it would stick because a lot of guys are pretty nervous yeah. on the descents. And, uh I just send it. Send it. Send it, bro. I want to revisit one more thing while we have uh, TJ Eisenhardt yeah. here. This was a cool moment. And, and with the three weeks we spent covering the tour and the, the, the four days here, there was one cool moment that, that uh, I, I really liked. It was a very candid moment uh, that you may have heard from Lance. If you didn't, that's why I want to revisit it. When you had that epic day, let me back up. People keep asking us, who's the next great American? Right? We, heard, we heard it for three weeks. Everybody wants the, to know. Yeah, why are there only three Americans? Yeah. Who should we watch? Where are they? Who is it? Yeah. And then you had this epic day, and Lance was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, don't hang on a minute. Yeah. Let's not do this again to this kid. Yeah. And, and I'll let you go back. And, and you, you even said, which I thought was really resonated with me and I think a lot of our audience, you were like, that happened to me as a kid when people would bring up Lamont. Mm. Like, don't do that to this kid. Yeah. You got him right here. And, <laughs> and I think the, this is, you know, you've, learned, you've been there, through a lot. You the, can the road is littered with, with those kids, yeah. those, those hopes, the next. Those, the next this, the next that, and the next so-and-so. And it's just, in, in I, you know, I don't ever want to get in a position where I'm saying that is the next, that kid yeah. is going. It's not, not fair. fair. It's not fair, no. and it's not worth it. That's, that's ridiculous. Well, why do you want to be the next, man? Why don't well, you want to be you? <laughs> We're going to talk offline you know? again. I mean, I, I, I want to be the, the I want to be T.J. Eisenhower, man. So when you like, I, re <laughs> I respect Lamont, I respect Lance, I respect, but they're them, you know? Yeah. I want to be me. I would get asked uh, when I was young, they said, are you the next Greg Lamont? And I would say, my quote would be, no, I'm the first Lance Armstrong. Yeah, I said that same thing all the time, and man. People... You said I'm the first Lance Armstrong? <laughs> no, no, man. <laughs> Damn, T.J.? T.J. People, <laughs> that, that, that people got pissed. They were like, they thought that was... They thought you are hating. Yeah, they thought you were trying to diss on And they yeah. like to try to build a, a, a wedge that isn't there, well, don't they? Well, it, it actually is there. <laughs> but hopefully yeah no i mean maybe over time i want i don't want kids growing up to be like me i want kids growing up to be like them you know i want to mm -hmm. i mean i want to inspire kids the way lance and the way george and all those guys inspired me to get on the bike and start racing and i mean lance is the only reason i'm riding my bike in 2000 and uh was it was it 2001 we mm -hmm. went to spain and uh visit my brother and uh we saw lance going through the pyrenees with the yellow jersey and that was it for me. That, that was, was that was a good year. That was it, man. That was I was hooked on that moment. And watching him grow up and racing, I never. I mean, 
that was he's the only reason I'm on where I'm at now. So mad love and respect for that. But I want to be me, and I want other kids to grow up being them. You know. And I take no offense to that. <laughs> I would, in fact, I would tell most kids, don't grow up to be exactly like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would say tweaks. the same. I mean, maybe learn from my mistakes, maybe learn from, you know, everyone yeah. else's. But, like, you know, everyone's going to make mistakes. Everyone's going to grow up. But, I mean, that's the beauty of it, man. I mean, right. I love, I lo- honestly, I love, like, the mistakes and, you know, the mess-ups and the screw-ups because that means we're human and that means, you know, we have an opportunity to learn and grow from that. You know, we're not just doing all this perfectly and moving up. And that's a boring life, dude. That is so lame. <laughs> wow. Awesome, DJ. Thank you, man. Man, thanks. Good for luck to me. you. Yeah. What's next? What's your next race? I don't know, man. Uh, <laughs> Is your season wrapping up? I think today may be the last one. I don't know if I'm doing Alberta. I don't know uh, what the team's plans. There's some other guys who might go to Alberta, but I'm down to always do whatever the team wants me to do. But if not, I'll see you guys at the Hincapie Grand Fondo. That's right. So rock on there. Should be a rad time. Right. That's the most righteous after party, dude. Uh, Where is the after party tonight? I'm after gonna after party tonight's in BMC. I mean, in the no, not on the BMC bus, but sure not, man. <laughs> <laughs> They'll have like a glass of champagne, toast, and go to bed by 9:30. <laughs> no, man. The after party bus is gonna be in Hincapie bus for sure. We're gonna enjoy it and. Uh, uh, yeah, we're dri- I'm good, driving dude. back to Aspen. Otherwise, uh, no, no, you're not. You're coming. You're no, coming. you are. You're I've been four days without my kids. <laughs> I'm, I'm going home to roll around with my kids. Yeah. Dude, if uh, TJ, if people want to follow you, is Instagram best for you? Yeah, Instagram at what's your what's TJ your? Eisenhart? Just my name, straightforward. And then my Twitter, uh, my T- old T- is TJ underscore yeah. Eisenhart. The old one got like hacked, and then uh, like cock pictures or what? Wait, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> they just would never allow me to like log back in. So oh, oh, sure, a, it got hacked. So yeah, so I had to start a new one. And uh, I think people, you know, you follow me on Instagram. That's mostly where I, yeah. you know, I do some funny uh, stories, and you just get the full TJ experience. Well, I started following you. So how yeah. many followers you got? It's been exploding, man. These past two I weeks. I would hope. So let me see how many you got. Let's let's get you some followers for uh, listeners for, for a pro Connie for a Connie guy. Sixty four hundred. Yeah. Oh, let's, let's get, get that. Let's out. get it come above on. ten. Yeah. Let's get, come on, listeners. Let's get, get it above ten. Let's get that rolling. Let's get that. I won't disappoint you. I won't disappoint <laughs> you. No. A lot of people. A lot of people have. I would get comments all the time where people call my brother or dad like, "What is this guy's deal? What? Where did this guy come from?" I Just did like that. you guys. I admitted it the first like, day. I was like, "Who? Where, who? What? Who's? What is this?" Came out of that cocoon, man. The butterfly, <laughs> bro. Butterfly. <laughs> all right, bro. Thanks. All right, TJ. Yeah. Well, we're actually going to, we've gone over quite a bit. We're going to wrap up a uh, great four days in Colorado. Yeah. yeah. Awesome time. Let's wish the, I mean, I think we wish, wish the race luck. I mean, we talked about it. It's a new format. It's a new twist. Uh, I'm, I'll be interested to see, these are expensive events. Uh, it'll be interested to see if this formula with ticketing and selling tickets to the music and the race, uh, how that does. But, uh, you know, I, I mean, it, it, uh, today, I, sh- I, sh- I mean, today was like watching paint dry. But but that stage in Debrec and even the stage yesterday, mm-hmm. although we lost, I know you, you were racing, TJ, but we, we lost the satellite, so we couldn't watch it. But just getting the updates that I was getting from George, super intense. So the shorter style of racing, a smaller field. I'm not a fan of six man teams or even eight man teams, uh, but I don't know. It you know, definitely you, you changed just, the dynamic. Yeah, here. you just got to remind yourself this was a first year event, new concept. Uh, they're going to have some growing pains. They'll work through yeah. them. And, uh, and, gonna, I, and I was super start, impressed. Start the stages earlier next yeah, year. Yeah, start the stages <laughs> earlier. But, man, people were incredibly kind here in yeah. Colorado. Yeah. 
I've enjoyed it. Thanks to Infinite Monkey oh, Theorem. They were the best hosts. For letting us post up here right off the race course. Uh, we're very grateful for that. But, you know, and I think you'll agree with this, Lance. Just, you know, people, especially now, I mean, being a media guy, a million things are pulling at your attention. Hmm. You know, it's like you see something like 3,000 things a day, if not more, that you can decide to engage in. So people spending time with us here, yeah. 30, 40 minutes a day, pretty grateful. Yeah, yeah. Filled up the cuss jar a little bit, too. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, don't forget to hit up uh, We Do Sport. Because yeah. we are, sport. and we com. talked about it during the tour. I am, at some point, or all of us, my team, are going to put the Aspen 50, the 50-mile mountain bike race, on sale. Yeah. We were supposed to do it these four days. We got busy. We got, it was hectic. Um, but we'll, that'll be the quickest way to know when it goes on sale. If just just reg- or, uh, sign up at... Uh, we do sport.com. You know, everybody I, I, I've been bumping into here in Colorado is like, what's next for stages? What's next? What's next? Yeah, early July. I'm going to just take a, a page out of TJ's book and go, I just don't know, man. Yeah. We present, might, I man. might just go paint. Present, I dude. don't know. <laughs> present. That's why it's called the present, dude. The greatest <laughs> gift you can get, man. <laughs> Uh, we got to have you back on again, bro. Dude, anytime, man. Dude, bro. Anytime, anytime. <laughs> do you know, and, and I was... Uh, Let's go mountain biking, dude. Okay. We'll have a good time mountain biking. I'm going to invite you to the 50. Let's do it, man. Uh, I'll comp your entry. My brother, come. <laughs> your brother, I'll comp so his entry, too. Let's I'll do it, man. I'll get 50% off for the yeah. brother. Yeah, that's, that makes sense. We'll have a good time, dude. Um, but no, just, you know, I have a character called the... And this is the last thing we'll say okay. to let people go. But I have a character <laughs> called the Boulder Dude. The Boulder Dude. Have you heard of Boulder Dude, or have you heard Boulder Dude? Is that dude? like a cartoon character? What is it's this like a, it's like a, a it's persona? Like a, it's yeah, it's a it's what it's your typical Boulder Dude. He's like dead, dead, bro. <laughs> dude, I was walking down Pearl <laughs> Street the other day, dude. Just slaying the gnar, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what was the intervals up the intervals up the end uh, car? Just good to hear repeats up end car, dude. All right, but you got a little Boulder Dude in you. I love it. I got a lot, yeah, yeah. I got, well, a, Utah, I got a lot of Utah dude in me, man. <laughs> <laughs> we'll save the we'll save the Utah stories for next time because yeah. I, I think there's probably some pretty good Utah oh, stories. Yeah, it's just beginning, man. It's just beginning. <laughs> All right, brother. Look, you got some pretty girls out here waiting for you. It's <laughs> my brother's wife, dude. Whoops. He'll <laughs> 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 take that. That's a compliment, dude. Lance Whoops. <laughs> All right. See y'all soon. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys.